Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Nico Brim, 914 Money Earning Mount Vernon. Y'all are now tuned into the damn podcast. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I done been through it all, every brick in the wall. Got a bitch in my car when I'm trying to fuck. You ain't shit to the guy, need to get you a job. You live in the mall, bills pile up. I'ma chill in the spot with a split for the lift to the lot, but I still ain't high enough. All the mills that I got, couple whips in the lot. There's a list to the top, you can sign me up. Yeah. You can sign me up. The funniest part is everybody said, you don't go in Canada. I actually have a Canadian passport. Nah, Jew's like, I got family up there. No, I could go. Oh, no, not anymore, but I'm like, I can No, I have family in Canada, so I'm fucking out there, bro. I'm about to be like, yo, hide me in the fucking basement, man. He's here. And Frank, 100 years later. Hide me in the basement. Hide me in the basement. We are fucking back. This is the damn podcast. 2020 edition, baby. 2020, the first episode of 2020. We are back in all black. See? Ah. Shit, uh-huh. we out we here, baby. Drew ain't losing a fucking here. step. Hell no, hell no. We That's do this. Talking about. We do this. Had to take some time off though. That's what I'm talking. I was about. like the whole December. I was like, you know what? I'm not posting nothing. I'm not doing or barely. I'm not doing much. I'm like, I'm chilling just for next year. Just recouping, so. bro, to hit the new yeah. year strong. Because this decade is important. Yeah, this is literally this is the, the most formative. I feel like this of, is for, the, for us. I'm gonna buy a house decade. This is the I'm gonna have kids decade. This mm-hmm. is the I'm gonna get married decade. This is a this is a crazy ass decade for us. At I don't least. know about marriage, but this is what <laughs> this is. This is uh, the decade where moves have to be made. He said house and... <laughs> just house. Just, said, um, just a house. <laughs> just a new fucking crib, actually. I just, I just want to live, move out of my parents' <laughs> place in the next 10 years. He said just that. Yeah, I don't know, man. At, at the very That's least, funny. for 2020, I'd le- it blueprints have to be set up. Yes. You know, if, yeah, of course. If by 2030, moves aren't at where you want them mm-hmm. to be there has to be a progression or a plan in place to get them to where you want it to be i feel that's for sure and like mm-hmm. just thinking about this whole decade like when like when we had sachi and we had donovan here and they, we were talking about like how we were just playing video games in a crib listening to music and that was that's basically what shaped us to now mm-hmm. and now it's gonna shape us for for the next next mm-hmm. 10 years it's or crazy. our whole lives basically so how was last decade for you guys Dude, last decade kind of just flew by way faster than it should have. I agree. And that that idea that your perception of time goes mm-hmm. faster as you age is... I thought it was kind of bullshit when you were younger, but when you, you feel that. Because I remember a year ago today, I was literally tutoring within New York City and I was watching Game of Thrones. And I remember, I remember me watching that everything so vividly, and that's literally a year ago today. Mm-hmm. So just, that just shows me. I literally had that thought last night. I was just laying in bed trying to sleep and, you know... You have those thoughts where they just your mind just floods with stuff. And I was thinking about just time and how fast everything goes mm-hmm. and like, am I really putting in the effort that I want? And it's everything's a process. You know, you get those stream of consciousness where it like self reflection. You know, absolutely, bro. But yeah, as definitely. for the but as for the decade, I mean, Sash couldn't have put it better himself. To me, twenty ten, I was a baby. Yeah, I was literally in the eighth grade, going to high school. I was literally playing Call of Duty with my friends, listening to Take Care, listening to all the other songs that came out. Facts, dude. It's it's insane when you it's, think about it. Just and and now we have. Uh, I was telling Benji, like now we we could see it. 
mm-hmm. before our parents growing up, you had either you had a photo album or you just like remembered stuff. Now you could literally see it like Snapchat every day is like, now oh, this happened. Now it's a it's like, word. that was three years ago. <laughs> like now nah, it's a photo album you carry with you everywhere. Exactly. What's Dude, also exactly. crazy is that like for me, because I was thinking about this shit too with my girl. I'm like, yo, we've been together since 2011. I've been with Chaz for technically 90% of this fucking decade. Mm-hmm. So Damn. it's like when you're in a relationship, time kind of like goes a little bit more faster than usual because like your time is kind of like, I'm not going to say it consists of being with that person, so but you, at the same you take, time, you take up all my time. God, but, you. At the, but at the same time, <laughs> when, you're you with, <laughs> when you're with somebody, you, you want to do different shit. You want to explore, you want to vacation, you want to like yeah. go on trips, you want to do this, you want to do that. And uh-huh. when you put that into play, time does happen to go fast. And for me, bro, like, Nigga, like that shit went fucking dumb it's, quick, son. It's cool when you like have somebody you can grow with and you see yourselves from yeah. that time to now. And like the I feel like a relationship should be especially you can grow with said person. Mm-hmm. And watching the growth not only separately but together mm-hmm. is like one of the more satisfying things. Not you know? only that, but like just looking back at like the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations, like I was a young motherfucker, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like You're still young motherfuckers, Damn, that's, bro. That's Facts. why I commend you because like when everybody talks about relationships and things like that and, and how oh, it's always like the guy's fault kind of it's like oh you did this to me you did that what 17 to 18 year old do you know like it's very rare that these people stay together for that long especially in this era dude. those are the most I feel like these are the most turbulent years of your life absolutely the 20, you're trying to figure out yourself yes. the 20, exactly. that's the like, thing that's about the 2010s as somebody who's 23 years old those are the formative years of my life Facts. you know mm-hmm. what I mean from Facts. here on out it's the building blocks of the career mm-hmm. but your personality is most Mostly set in stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. At this point, you know what you're going to get. And you can make minute adjustments to it. But it's never going to be a full overhaul of personality, mm, so to speak. That you know? is so true. Because like my father always told me, like, the minute I hit high school, he was like, listen, always remember this. The minute you get out of high school and you turn 18, boy, understand that the years are going to go like this. And I'm like... Thinking back, I'm like, that's dead ass how it how it went down. I'm like, yo, nigga, I came out of came out of high school, went to Iona, did not know what the fuck I wanted to do. I was super lost. I was you began. I feel like you just began to hit with everything. At yo, 18. yes, yes, yeah. bro. What, nigga? The minute got you got my license at the at the same time, so I'm like, fuck, like I got this, this, and this. I don't know what the fuck I want. I feel do. like one of the most formative years is that um that summer of high school into college <laughs> that those three months of you from yeah. june to like august where you're just two months like hey i'm gonna wait to college that could be some of the most formative years of your oh, life of course because that's when like if you if you do dorm that's when you leave your parents like if you go out of state you're in a totally different area oh yeah different place I know like, people like that who went to there's some people who i still haven't talked to since then who just moved out to california or yeah. dormed out in different states like different state schools and just stayed there they just yeah. made their like I had a friend of mine, but he went to Michigan to do like law and I haven't seen him since. He comes back every so often for family yeah. and stuff, but he pretty much got a life over there doing law in Michigan. That's dope. crazy. That's dope, man. But he stayed in the cold. Ooh, nah, that's not the Yeah, <laughs> but the be, bag, bro. If I go away, man, that's true. That is not the, the bag, vibe. you know that's what I mean? True, but still, like everybody's talking about Colorado. I'm like, it's, it's cool. But bro, it's not, cold as hell. So you buy yourself not. a goose. <laughs> That'd be the only excuse. But back to relationships. I was thinking since Valentine's Day is the Friday, it's mm-hmm. a Friday, mm-hmm. and we do the podcast on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, 
have all three of y'all these do a podcast here. Oh, that with us, with, with us, us in it, of course, all six of us. I'll be fucking. Or just have them talk shit about us. They can do it. Damn, bro. But I, we cha- This is a challenge to y'all. This is a challenge. I could do that because my girl's off on Thursdays, like me. So, See, well, yeah. I, I didn't tell you. I'll mm-hmm. tell you after the podcast. But like, she's off on Thursdays, like me. So, um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my girl and I, she'll be more than down. My girl and I are in the same boat. We're both looking for jobs, so as of now, we're good. We're good for it. All right, the date is set February 13th. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see see what happens the next day. That'd be cool. See what happens the next day. No, I was like, that'd be a a great idea for a podcast, and just to have like just to talk about because we haven't really talked about relationships as much Word. Mm-hmm. like it's more like career oriented and, and finding yourself and, and goals and all that stuff which is great but I feel like that would be that would be a funny ass podcast yeah just, bro just to delve into all I, that that'd just be a different podcast it would for be sure a podcast. it's a very unique podcast we gotta watch out what we good say. on you <laughs> just everything yo I love you though like, nah, you know, the everything. edits are gonna have to be crazy <laughs> you gotta hit him you gotta hit him with the fucking um, that nigga's name from, the, from that new show on uh, not new but that series on Netflix, Yo Joe Goldberg. Yo. Oh my God, I fucked that show. Yo, you saw the memes, right? He'd be like, "You dated hype beast niggas in the past. <laughs> You've been wearing Jordan ones in camel pants." <laughs> I was like, oh. "But it's okay. I will fix it because I love you." Oh, love. <laughs> Did you guys watch that show? Yeah, I watched season good, one. Bro. I'm still waiting. To, oh, I find to watch that show so two. fucking corny, bro. Damn. Really? You didn't like it? I, I mean, it's a, it's an alright show for what it is. You don't go into it. I don't even go into it expecting masterclass Oscar worthy shit. No, I didn't. I, just, I go in at face value. You know what you're getting. It's a CW Lifetime air type of show. There's drama at every turn. Mm-hmm. People be hating on you. It's that type of show. For what it is, it's good. Just not my kind of show. I really. I will say that it's kind of a little annoying the way that they fucking always do like that dialogue. Shit, shit's so fucking. Stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if you don't, if you don't like him, you're fucked. It's him talking the whole entire fucking time. It's annoying as <laughs> shit. Like nigga, like I hear you, so stop talking, please. About you, <laughs> about you. Yo. Like, oh my, that's what I was waiting for. Bird Box Two, though. That's what I was Bird waiting for. Box Are they making a second one? I, I thought they were. Fair. I still no. haven't seen the first one. They're coming oh, really? out with a Quiet no. Place too, though. Oh hell yeah! I need to see that. That shit yeah, was great. Fucking Jim, motherfucking Jim. It is, man. Just even, even just thinking about cinema and where it came because uh, Scorsese, I, I believe it was, who he said that it changed so much. Where it used to be like films like The Irishman, where you sat down, you had an intermission, you had a great story, storyline, a plot, characters. Mm-hmm. But he's like now it's so like he was basically talking about Avengers. Like he basically the just structure. Yeah, like I watched. Um, I watched on YouTube. They have the Hollywood Reporter, the YouTube channel. They do these roundtables mm-hmm. with directors and stuff. Yeah. And it was Scorsese, who made The Irishman. Noah Baumbach, who made Marriage Story. Greta Gerwig, who made Little Women. Mm-hmm. Todd Phillips, who made The Joker. Fernando, I forget his last name, but he made Two Popes, and it was another one that I'm literally really missing out. But it's these directors in a roundtable just talking, and Scorsese talks about how different film is. Yeah. And the, one of the things that they brought up, which is really interesting, is that Scorsese was quoted in the past of saying that he doesn't think that the Marvel movies are true cinema, yeah. that they're like theme parks. And people obviously took offense to that. They were like, what do you mean? What do you mean? He's just salty that they're making mad money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But he elaborated on that in the roundtable. And he was just like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the fact that times change and people look for different things. Similarly, like we always talk about when it comes to music, the SoundCloud era, there's a market for everybody. Of course. And with the advent of streaming, nothing is really... Um, Restricted to movie theaters nowadays, yeah. you can just stream it 
and watch everything from your cell phone or from your TV. So now you can have whatever you want to make be accessible to the widest variety of people, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I think that really, what you said was really, really true. And it really got me thinking about what he said because that shit really, really rang true. Especially from someone who has 50 years in the film game, older than me, older than all three of us. You know what I mean? How much of that is is old age? Because you're going to get the same in hip-hop. I mean, no. He gave gave it the respect. He's like, bro, I like theme parks. (laughs) He was like, I like theme parks. It's just the time and the place. It's just that you got to realize that you can't be judging something for what it is you can't be judging something knowing what it is so you can't go into the marvel movies expecting oscar level acting and oscar level writing yeah it's good but it's not upper echelon it's outdone in certain areas you know what i mean yeah, yeah of course there's this stigma we'll talk about it because the oscars just released their list yes, for the nominations yes. and stuff like, like that um there's a stigma within the oscars and the academy awards is that since they're run by older people that they're really really salty when it comes to certain things like netflix like they don't like movies that are made on netflix and as such those will get snubbed Mm -hmm. and there's like the race and there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it and all Mm -hmm. that stuff so yeah it's just one of the things that now movie making similarly to music there's an explosion that anybody can do it bro there's a extremely good feature films that win film festivals that were shot on an iPhone 4. You know, it's stuff like that. So it's more accessible than ever, which is cool for a director like me who wants to get into it. Yeah. So now and then and then another thing is that Avatar, that shit came out two thousand nine and then they just making the second one that's gonna come out yeah, soon. Talk about I was like damn what? that's a whole that's a, that's a decade. <laughs> Are you not gonna watch it? Yeah, I would yeah, I will. Cause that was at one, at one point that was my favorite movie. <clears throat> like when it first came bro, out. Bro, I believe it or not, I still haven't seen it. Really? Yeah, I'm like one well, the only person who still hasn't seen it. Do you think that Have you seen Pocahontas? It's basically that. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, the, the story is very similar. Yeah, yeah. it's basically the story, story of the Native Americans. Yeah. Um, do Blue you people. do you think that movie for the era that it came out and the decade that it came out was like way like past like its time in terms of like the way the movie was made? Yeah. Animation and all that the, shit. The effects on yeah, it were cutting yeah, edge at the time. Like that movie the thing about CG, like mm. I was watching the original Star Wars movies, like all of them, the original, uh, the prequel trilogy, one, two, and three, some of the CGI doesn't hold up. That movie, Avatar, I feel like even though it's made in 2009, mm-hmm. I could watch it in 2030 and it's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. It's done very well. But it's the, I find the weirdest thing about that movie is that if you look at that movie from the way it's made, mm-hmm. like from the it's a sci-fi movie and it's an allegory for Native Americans and stuff like that right yeah. the thing that always surprises me is that how did it break so much records you know what I mean like a movie like that was the was highest that. highest grossing movie of all time I think it was the, I think it was like the, the effects that, yeah. that mm-hmm. because they they built so much onto that mm-hmm. that I think that that was what brought people and then when they saw it they were like wow this looks really nice and I think because exactly. TVs also like Blu-ray was popular at exactly. that time and things so mm-hmm. I think just that whole it it's was like, like the perfect time they had like people the, the like, lightning in the it. bottle so to speak people were like yo what is this like yeah. I'm gonna go see that shit and in my opinion like they did well bro like the yeah. movie was really good I like it a lot Yeah, no, it that's was, one of those movies where like <clears throat> I wanna see it mm-hmm. but I feel like if I watch it from my house I'm not doing it justice ah, like yeah, I awesome. fake like I'm rating cause sometimes movie theaters will do like re-releases like they'll put an older movie in the theaters yeah like i watched the original alien movie they might do that nice i watched the original alien in amc on 42nd street mm-hmm. with my girl because they do like some of these promotions where they do that that's lit. if avatar comes out on the theaters i'll watch it i like was that. saying they might, I feel like that's how it's meant should. to be watched if bro. i would if i was them i would do that i'd put the first one out then like next week or whatever, the second one out or whatever. they do that sometimes do that. yeah they do that bro, that's why they i do. need to get my ass to the movie theaters and watch star wars because i haven't seen it yet the newest one yeah oh, I dude. could stream it online if I wanted I thought, to but oh, okay, I, gotcha. I wanna go to the theater bro, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna say it. nothing about that movie <laughs> 
We'll have a talk about it when you watch it, bro. Because I got the hot takes on that. So movie. it's a I show know, and bro. a movie. My yo, my dad is a hardcore movie guy, and he watched that shit three times, and he loved it every wow. single time. I watched it once for free. I don't want to watch it again. I was like, <laughs> don't like okay, it. shit. My friends, my friends. If my friends are listening to this podcast, and I hope you goddamn you got more, it man. Twenty twenty ninety nine and said no. Yeah, no, nah, I'd be tight if I paid seventeen for that movie. So is it a movie and a show? Because Disney Plus, or is it? Just no, no. You're movie? thinking of the Mandalorian. Okay, the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda. At least, at least that was a hit. Oh, that shit is fire. Yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. I got with Disney Plus for a year. Shout out to Verizon. Mm-hmm. But Mandalorian's actually like legit. Sponsor us. <laughs> oh, I got Apple TV. I got that for a year for free. I need to see. You, if you get Verizon, if you have Verizon Wireless or anything, they give you a full year free. Oh, really? If you guys need it, I got it. I just, I just give it to you. I don't use, I don't use it. Yeah, I got Disney Plus. I'm straight. <laughs> okay, I paid for that. I paid for that <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck. I well, <laughs> Verizon still sponsor us. Thank you. No facts. Um, <laughs> if we could get sponsors too this year, or this that'd be. That'd be fucking fire. Hell yeah, oh, bro. Be, Yo, bro. Even that. if it's like an up and coming one too. Fuck yeah. That, that works. For, we need people who match our trajectory. Mm-hmm. So people who are up and coming just Yo, like fat us. Fat kid deals. Come on. Oh, facts. I was just on this the other my day. group, man. They hit him up like, yo, sponsor us, bro. Nah, I saw a TV. We need one of those. Um, $200 or 250 I was like, God, yo, TVs are fucking wild cheap now. Yo, bro. The 40-inch TV at Target the other day looked tiny. I was like... Cause sixty five inches like regular now. That shit's like, oh yeah, I got the. Did you see? Um, <laughs> they had a CES recently. That's yo, the Consumer yo. Electronics Show. They have TVs now that are wallpapers. It's yeah. called it's called the gallery. And then there's there's three kinds. There's one that rolls up. The roll, apparently, yeah. the rollable what ones. Oh fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you said that while you saw. She's like, what the? Yeah, I know. Matt's reactions always have me weak. They have the gallery TV, Matt. Rolled. That shit looks like Rolly. these these paintings. But imagine like a flat painting where you can toggle between a wallpaper mode and TV mode. So if you have it on wallpaper mode, it's like a slideshow of images that you can put up. Mm-hmm. And it looks oh, like a painting. Yeah. Press a button, it's a TV again. And it's like as flat. Imagine that all over your house. Yeah. That's dope. That's fucking bread. But that sounds oh, lit as fuck. That'd be a good way for it. that's a good that's way for like fine. museums. That Mercedes car looked crazy too. Oh, it was it was that was an Avatar inspired car too. Like they they yeah, that, that shit looked shit insane. Looked, yeah. It was cool seeing shit in movies Ooh. and then like it becoming real. Yeah, but That's then they cool. never put it out. So it's like still oh, waiting for my fucking Air Mags and my hoverboard from Back to the Future, bro. Am I gonna hold Damn. you? Am I gonna hold you? Like one of the re- one of the reasons why you gotta fuck with us is because. We can be, you know, we can be down with the trends and all that, but we could also be a little nerdy too. Bro, I'm a, of course. We, bro. Give you, we give you the best of the of, of, bro, of all it, worlds. I'm gonna keep it a stack where I'm a huge nerd on the on the high key. I'm a fucking cozy nerd, nigga. Yeah, facts, nigga. You talking about? <laughs> bro, everybody a nerd nowadays. What the fuck, bro? Niggas watch Star Wars broke a billion. Everybody facts. playing Call of Duty, like everybody a nerd in some way. That's Not true. Gonna hold Being you. a nerd became became cool. Like it just 20, became it just became normal. Normal, yeah. Two thousand nine, everybody was a noob. Everybody got nerd shit. <laughs> 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 Fucking noob. <laughs> Fucking scrub. Noob. Now you got the most gangster people just chilling and being there, <laughs> yeah, bro. My my nerdy like category is just video games. Like I've been playing video games since I was like three years old. Yeah, that's just my lane, bro. Like, I, I fuck with that shit heavy. Bro, I they, um, crazy. I know that Capcom and Sony, they just released a new trailer for um, RE3, Resident Evil bro, 3. I cannot wait for that game. Pro. Bro, the second one was phenomenal. Bro, I, you know how, I've been binging on that game. I've been doing the fourth Survivor shit. Oh, when you play as Hunk, the guy with the gas mask, that's yeah. just mad hard. 
Yeah, bro, I that beat shit. that shit in like eight minutes. You a beast. All right, you a beast. <laughs> said, that's a flex. Said, that's a cool flex. Yo, that's, <laughs> that's a if you know, you know. You said that, was that shit is not. That game is wavy, bro. Nah, but bro, they made Nemesis look fucking fire. I haven't, I haven't seen... See, my... I haven't seen the trailers for that game because my ideology on trailers for games is the same as movies. I don't really watch any trailers because I want to go into that shit without knowing anything. Yeah. Because whenever you watch a trailer for a movie, I can't comment on the game one as much because games are obviously way longer. Yeah. But movies sometimes be are ruined for you. Yo, yeah, of yeah. course. I hate when they do Hell that yeah. all the time. You're like, I know this movie already. Like, I know what's going to happen. Like, I felt that way about Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. The Fast and good? the Furious. I heard it's good. I heard it mm-hmm. for what it is. It's mm-hmm. better. It's it's a good movie. But they were like ex- everything was yeah. in it. Like the the set piece of him holding the helicopter, him yeah. with the Samoans. I'm like, bro, what yeah. was the surprise? Yeah, I see exactly. everything that's gonna happen. Yeah, I think movie trailers shouldn't be any longer than like a minute twenty. Yeah, max. Yeah, because yo, yeah, some of these should be like three minutes. Yeah. And like it's, it's just three minutes too long. You want to like oh, fucking do a montage? Either it's, bro, I know and the then, entire cast list. Bro. Either it's a trash movie, or or a trash trailer, or it's like it's so good that it gives you the whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. like you can't. It's like, there's a yeah. middle ground, dude. Yeah. It has to be not trash, but not too exposing, so to speak. Yeah, at least it's just like a minute. Like that's that's fine. That's what it is. That's what the Quiet Place trailer. Like it to me, it still left a lot. Cause like she went into a room, then there was a guy there. I was like, "What? What the hell is this?" Like it was like Bro, I still have questions after watching the trailer I, and seeing. I rewatched it. that movie a few months ago, yo. Fuck the nail in that movie. Yo, then if, yo, you, know, if you watch that movie, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah, nail, yeah. that oh one my nail. God. <laughs> Bro, yo, Emily Blunt's oh a real ass bitch for that, yo. God. Yo, Shout fuck out that. Fuck that movie's mad old. I'm gonna say, yo, fuck. She gave birth and was quiet the entire mm-hmm. time, bro. How the fuck? Mm-mm. That's the one scene I'm like, bro, I can't. Mm-mm. Shout out to the father for fucking sacrificing himself. My, my nigga Jim, Jim from the office, my fucking Jim, yo. When when Dom said Jim earlier, this is what this is what he was. No, I mean, to. if you watch the Quiet Place, you know it's John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. That's that nigga's forever, Jim. He's <laughs> forever, Jim, bro. He really is. He's in uh, he's in the new Amazon show, Jack Ryan, where he plays like a marine or like some yeah. army nigga, and he's out here like. Shooting niggas Doing backflips Over explosions I'm like That's my nigga Jim Me and my sister Were actually That's talking yesterday gym. About uh, cast typing And like Some Like how just some people Just are stuck in the same roles And like To yeah. go from the office To a quiet place To that Like that's It's, it's, it's just that's hard yo Cause the office is so well known yeah. And he did that show for years Yeah It's harder when you're a TV actor Going into movies Yeah Case in point Aaron Paul Always Jesse Pinkman In my mind Yeah He'll forever be Jesse. He was in that Need for Speed movie. I was like, bro, that's Jesse. That's fucking Jesse Pinkman, bro. And even if they're in, and then like now, if you have a Fast and Furious franchise, like I will never look at Vin Diesel other than than him from Fast and Furious. I look at him as a pacifier, nigga. (laughs) 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 Like yo, yo, oh my god, man! I had this shit on DVD. You know what? We can talk about that throwback of a movie, yo, because like The Rock, from where he started in movies, like the pacifier, we know. No. Vin Diesel was a pacifier. No, he had that one movie. He was a yeah. football player, and he had that one girl from one of the Disney movies. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's called. With oh, um, Madison oh Pettis. My God. Fam, first, never mind. Let me not get in trouble. But, <laughs> <laughs> shit changed. Shit changed. That's it. That's the word. She's changed. She's old now. She changed. She's older. She the glow changed. up. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, first the of all, glow up. 
<laughs> First of all, rest in peace to his father. Uh, the Rock's father passed yeah, away today. Johnson. Rest in peace. But, just um, as big as his fucking. The son is just as big as him, bro. Big, Man, big, big. He's taller than ever. Jesus. Yo, big right. shout outs to The Rock. That, that, entire, that, that entire family, bro. Because I know, I know that young. his father was like his fucking. His everything. His yeah, idol and everything. That's why so. he went into wrestling, too. Like, like, and then The Fuck. Rock, he has, he has a documentary or a series, docuseries coming out, too, mm. uh, in the next couple months, I believe. And just from him, like, being going to Miami, then to play being, football, then being broke, then playing football, then just like starting to wrestle. The Rock and, is one of those guys that it's like you blink and he's in everything. It's crazy. Yeah. He yeah. played. He played for the Damn. U when they were like big. Yeah. So I remember watching that thirty for thirty. Why about wasn't the U. he in that? I still want. I still question that. Why was he not there? Like his schedule is crazy. It's probably like, the scheduling. But they I mean, made mention. They made mention of him. <laughs> yeah. Time, Get him on a Skype call. Skype. Skype like Damn, this. That fucking, was a good time, bro. And then he. Then he. In my opinion, then he became the best wrestler ever. In my opinion. Nigga, what? The fucking The Rock is the best. At least the best ever. speaker. I'm not gonna bro, hold you. Out of so, out of yeah, okay, yeah. Tech, there's technical people who are better, but I yeah, think yeah. as a whole package, that nigga, bro, can light up a room. No. I'm not gonna hold you. The Rock for me. When I th- when I think wrestling in my childhood, mm. it's the people's him. eyebrow, yeah. that's the elbow. The Rock is my elbow. favorite Get wrestler here, of all time. Nah, him and Stone Cold, like yo, that was the rivalry fan. of the '90s, bro. bro wrestling was fan. so fire, bro. At that point, it was. Yo, they fell. What? They fell off so hard. It's the attitude era, right? I don't follow too attitude much of uh, ruthless aggression. Era. I don't follow too much of wrestling, but I used to watch back in the day, and I mm. watched it when it was F into E. So when yeah. it just became E, yeah. I cut. I let me see. When was the last time I stopped? I started watching. I stopped watching when Edge. And Randy Orton were a squad. Remember that? And they had yeah. the feud with DX. Rated RKO. That shit was lit, bro. They yeah. fucking they fucked with DX. Yeah. That's when I stopped after that. Cause I was like, you can't top this. I stopped watching wrestling like 2006. I think that might have been the same yeah, time. Around the same. Time. <laughs> it might have been the same yeah. time. 2006 yeah. was like I stopped my in like cut 2009. Like when mm-hmm. I when I went to high school, I was like, nah, I'm done with shit. <laughs> the craziest thing is that like now I don't follow too much wrestling, but I don't have friends who follow it, and they'll sometimes you know it comes up in conversation, mm-hmm. and I I like to people I like people to talk about what they're into, you know. Mm-hmm. Apparently overseas is where that shit's at now. New Japan is crazy. Like I don't even want to get into it because like they, you know what? We'll get into that when like we have Baez. Yeah, I know Baez likes wrestling. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Nah, they they was that's like, not Rob. I actually I actually wanted to bring him on because last year like our first podcast he was on just like and he got a full time job and shit now too. He got too fucking. They get talking about buying a Roly the other. I was like, what? What's he fucking with nowadays? Uh, so he works actually near Rochelle, not too far from Iona. Word. Uh, so he like they it's a place where he they, has enough they money to buy a fucking Roly. So he's probably living large. They manufacture like kids' books and things like that. Oh, so that's cute. I was like, yo, tell every girl that <laughs> every so every single girl is like, oh my god, is like, yo, Fuck tell man. every single girl. Well, you <laughs> so know what? Shout out, yo, book, shout out bro. to Rocks. I know last that's... year we had conversations about like our futures and our yeah. careers, and I know he wasn't he wasn't in the in best, the best yeah. place, you know. So shout out yeah, to him, man. Nah. If he's making paper and he's doing what he's doing, man, yo, shout out to Rock. Nigga, bro. if you ever want cologne, talk to this nigga. Nigga, what's up? For real? I'm a no, co- he's a, he knows I'm about a cologne. I am a cologne Fam, connoisseur. Nah. Don't are you? Bro, what? No, y'all go have Yo, a listen, whole, listen, okay. listen, listen, listen. I want to have like a segment. I, I want to be put on. Listen, I'm going to lie. I'm all, I, all I'm going to say is when you buy a cologne, right? Mm-hmm. It's either you're going to do the toilet or the parfum. You don't do you don't do the toilet. What? You do the parfum. The parfum can you, can you, it's a bit more expensive, but yeah, the smell is strong and it lasts longer. Can you um can you elaborate on that for those who don't know? What's a toilet and what's a parfum? The toilet is like more water based, more mm. alcohol and water based, and like the parfum there's like 
I don't know how to explain the it. The sense stronger like though. More concentrated. Exactly, it's more concentrated. Mm. So, okay. um, I don't buy the toilet shit. Like I'm, I'm all about the perfume. Fuck, I'm about to go home and check. I got some perfume. I got some fucking cologne. <laughs> I got some perfume. I got some perfume. Perfume. I got the car I had to catch myself. I was like, I don't got perfume. I have to catch myself. This is girls. This is girls. Don't. Yo, bro, did you watch this nigga um, Combe's uh, story the other day? <laughs> no, I didn't. I haven't been on Instagram recently, but I already know if it's Combe doing some shit, bro. Nah, it was son, like he was coming home from work. <laughs> that nigga had like one of those Instagram filters where like he has like four eyes. <laughs> And this nigga is talking to, like he's talking in like that um in that UK like that that UK bruv yeah, yeah oh that bruv accent nigga son that shit yeah. had me so weak son yeah, shout out to Cole I was trying to have him on today but he was a little busy oh damn we'll have some of, his income we'll have some of the all stars back on bro along with Kiana some people. we gotta get Kiana back Where? on Yo, just just for doing the whole, her thing too bro shout out to Kiana for the yeah. whole year she's just got like, a new what's place the vibes like. She got a new place? Yeah, she oh, got, she moved in with her man, so I'm happy for hey, her, bro. Congrats yeah, on that. Congratulations. Nah, that's fact. That's congrats on that, man. I don't I don't go on Instagram too often. I've been going on it a lot less, especially because um I don't know. I feel I've been on the same wavelength as you, Drew. Where at the end of the year I just wanted to kind of detox and just chill out, you know? Damn. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I just wanted Tragic. to kind of just chill out a little bit and detox from social media. I, that's what I that's what I was saying. I did that for December. Where I was just like, let me let me chill. Yeah, let I did me that not shit for do. like October into December, bro. I've <laughs> exactly. never been on Instagram for a whole semester. This nigga was like, because you just you just like my the the messages today. I was like, oh, okay, I, <laughs> <laughs> not nah, but um, but now like I'm back on it, just trying to trying to hustle, just trying to do. I'm just trying to like make it what I'm trying to make it what I what I want to mm-hmm. see every day. I gotta stop looking at like bad bitches and basketball memes. That's what my shit is. It's just like bitches from Florida who are yeah. bad as fuck, well, and then it's basketball memes, and then there's some funny memes in there. What I did is every day, like over the break, I still wanted to do some work. So like every day, I chose something to focus on. Like one day, it'd be like, oh, my YouTube channel, because I want to post more videos on there. So then I would, you I would a vlogger, see like how to. You gonna vlog? Uh, yeah, me and my girl we're gonna vlog. Let's That's go. cute, bro. That's yo. I'm not gonna lie to you. My cousin tried to vlog we for a little out. bit, and I I hope he sticks with it because he hasn't mm-hmm. uploaded a video in a minute. Like, but like yeah. the market for vlogs. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It's we- yeah. It's, I'm like I I don't know how these people get like so many views on their vlogs, so to speak. It's just I guess it's just having the following, yeah. and then you doing it's, everything. It's Yo, but they you get know invested it is? in that in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. But there's some people like I for a little bit, like for like maybe like a week or two or even yeah. a few days. There's this dude on on YouTube called Mo's Vlogs, and he lives in Dubai, mm. and like. I feel like a part of the vlog life is you got to have the personality for it. True. True. And then you got to, your life has to be interesting. Because nobody well, want to see a nigga just be home all day or watch. But like, today I'm watching movies. Yeah. Today I made eggs. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes it like it's not as funny. Today I made eggs. Well, um, well that's that's what, what Gary Vee said. Because he, he said that uh, instead of trying to be creative, like document. Like just document like your your daily life because there like there's a whole section of, of people just like us where we're like trying to find our way through and that's why I feel like this podcast works because a lot of people that we had on and 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 we're gonna have on they're either in like around the same boat or they were just recently there or they're like in their career so it's, it's like, like they they hit all the kinds of the spectrum you know yeah. what I mean they're either struggling we're struggling or 
beyond that or looking at something different completely. Exactly. You know? Yeah, so like we had people like Bash who is dressing up people for the Met Gala. Yeah, he's not struggling. Like, <laughs> him and Felix, Matt Felix, yeah, shout exactly. out to y'all too. To we want to have you guys back yeah, on, Yeah, like they good. Those, those guys are out here doing they work. They good. That's, you know who I yeah. feel like is going to be like that? Trip. Yo, I, I just keep saw seeing, the song he posted. I keep seeing Trip posting songs and he's yeah. getting like more buzz off his music yeah the more i see it he's getting a, a like like a few more reposts every time yep. he posts and that's all it takes yeah facts when you collaborate with people that's what you get and like even even Who else? Just... um rashawn rashawn from 242 oh, shit shout he, out to fucking him and nico dropped that song feds watching Yo, please go stream that i'm waiting please for go fucking man. stream no, that. no 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 i'm waiting for the fucking studio session I'm waiting. That's coming. Up. I'm coming waiting, up. and also up. Nico. We have a we have a Nico Brim freestyle that niggas don't know about. So I just want to put that out there. You know, we so. like to keep those cars to our chest. You got feel that me? In, our, in the tuck. Just so. just know that we coming. We coming. Just know that we got a lot of shit. drew out here with the warning shots. We got I it. like that. Of course, like that. we got us in the warning shots. Said black on like both it. sides with the <laughs> with the yellow dura. Exactly, bro. Got to, but um, but it's just. We're we're in a in a space where a lot of people who who have degrees, where because when we were growing up, if you get your degree, you get the job, blah blah blah. Now it's like it's, now no, now, now it's, it's you not, don't even need the degree. It's either that or it's not promised as much. It was never promised, of course. Nothing is promised, but it was it was more it was more likely that you would get a job than yeah. now. Now it's like you need a degree, then another degree, then you need to be in an internship for five years and have a job for two. Like fam, this is like entry level has changed to three i'm like what that's not entry entry it's, level it's, like open the door nigga like it's <laughs> entry like knock knock nigga i want the job bro like this is entry level is has changed meaning and and i don't understand why like there's so many there's so many people out here who are who could do the jobs that that all these other people do but for some reason are not getting it and i'm just and so i guess that's why when we when we document it, like mm-hmm. we're kind of documenting every single step, which with every podcast, mm-hmm. and I guess that's what that. But while being creative, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to, to listen to this podcast in like five years. Oh, of course, because everything on the internet sticks oh one God. way or another, yeah. and we have the archives of that shit because we obviously make it. Yeah. It's gonna be cool to listen to that. This shit. is this is our like photo album. It's gonna be crazy to be in twenty twenty five and come back to the first podcast of the Fan decade and, and be listen, like, "Hey guys, just the first remember podcast, that? nigga." It sound like we're on the ocean, bro. My nigga, bro. It sound like niggas getting choked out while they're recording, bro. Like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You know what it sound like? That Drake voicemail in that one song. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> Yo, our first podcast were fucking rough. Choked out. What? Yo, because I was just trying to figure out how to work the mixer. Sometimes it worked well. Sometimes it didn't. But, but that's that's yeah, bro. That Amazon basic put the emphasis in basic, bro. That shit was crazy. For real, man. For real. But it's just been. It's just like. Thinking about, I was in Canada as like at the beginning of this decade, at the beginning of 2010. I was in Canada still. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like every every uh, every parent, or at least every African parent, wants you to be a doctor. So I was like, I'm gonna be a doctor. This and that. No one in the back of my head, I was like, I'm not gonna be no goddamn doctor. Like I can't yeah. do science. Like I love science. Like that's I love documentaries and learning stuff. Like that's where I, I guess mm-hmm. I nerd out. But there was there was like no way I would do that. And and I wanted a camera so bad. I told my mom I wanted to be a photographer. She was like, You can't get a job. How are you gonna get it? 
nigga now look every fucking person outside needs a photographer or videographer like so crazy. when you just when you just think back and then look now like at the trends things that changed things that that didn't change like there's no flying cars but like things that didn't change like fuck around bro later <laughs> I mean 2030 to, maybe another fucking decade we might see some shit they get Elon Musk we putting it all on him all on Elon Musk to create some see shit see that cyber truck Yo, <laughs> truck, that shit, I don't know, bro. I should kind of look wavy to me. It does. Like, at first, I was like, hell no. But then I was like, wait a minute. I was watching I um, the Matt Black version. Oh. I was watching Marquez Brownlee talk about it. And he, he brought up a really, really good point. He's like, the re- he's like, the reason why it's so angular and so sharp is that, what is it? He said, Ford? Oh, yeah. Ford yeah, runs they, it. Yeah. Ford runs the entire thing. Yeah. So if you're even going to try to give him competition, you yeah. have to be different. You have to stand out in some way, shape, or form. That shit looks, I'm not going to lie to you. And then I saw Travis Scott. He dropped Gang Gang, that video. That? And then that nigga he was, had he, I think he had a flamethrower and he had he a, a fucking Cybertruck in the background, bro. Come on. Oh, Tesla is backing Travis Scott videos? Ooh. Yeah, not Tesla. They had the Cybertruck in the flex. And they might have had the Tesla flamethrower. Got you. That's yeah. bulletproof, so we're gonna need that in war. Bro, facts. You <laughs> get drafted, bro. Might be a fucking Ooh, hell no. Yo, all those memes, I have never laughed at something at 2 a.m., then 2 p.m. the next day laughed again at the, Yo, those were the funniest. Yeah, bro, one memes of the funniest memes I saw was the crying Jordan face on the entire U.S. Like the map, the political map. Oh yeah, God. it was a crying Jordan face on all fifty states. I saw one where they said <laughs> yeah, they switched they switch USA Canada. They just switched their name. They like they gonna need to know where to hit first. Like, Yo, those Yo. those memes were hilarious, and and just like even just social media, how far it came. Like we just had Facebook back then, a Facts. decade ago. We didn't even have Twitter. Instagram wasn't a thing. Like Snapchat wasn't a thing. Like. YouTube had just been around for four years or something. Like, it was... Bro, YouTube especially, bro. I remember watching YouTube in, like, 06. Yeah. And seeing the way it is now, bro, shit's fucking wild. Oh, the Because we were just was. talking about vloggers and, and things like that. <clears throat> and, and, like, me and my girl, we wanted to, like, start a channel together and, and all that stuff. Like, it, like it, it seems like it feels, like, it's saturated. But then there's still people that get popular just out of nowhere. Yo, so it, is, like, it is saturated, but there's always a market for unique personalities and individuals. Exactly. True. Like me and my girl, we want to start up. We're starting a food page on Instagram because hey. we eat out a lot. So we're like, mm. why don't we just take fucking photos of this shit and fucking what's, upload what's, it? What's yeah. going to be the name? Uh, under construction. <laughs> it's all under like construction that. right now. Like we have it already set up and everything, but when I say the name, I want it to be name. already. I like that. No, under it's not. construction. Great. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name right there. Under construction. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name right there. No, no, no. Under construction. Under construction. Yeah. Hey, that's sarcasm. A one boy. <laughs> you're, a a fucking you're a fucking clown. You're a fucking clown, bro. <laughs> oh my god! But then it's just now I have like a little sister who I have to try to like navigate through. Yeah. So because like as soon as she came home today, phone. I was just like, Fam. Uh, I was like, you got five seconds to put that away. And then how old is your sister? Ten. So mine's is nine. 11. Mine is nine. So it's literally the same thing. Yeah. They come home, bro. They sit down. They're on their computer. Damn. They're watching a vlog of some sort. Yo. They're either watching somebody play a video game. Yep. Yes. Making or TikTok videos. Making yo, bro. What the fuck? It's like you live with me, bro. I want to get on that, bro. <laughs> TikTok, I want to get on Trillers. It's dan- kind of fun. You gonna do dance videos? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure. I fuck with the Triller videos. Like that's. 
<laughs> thriller. Sure, sure. Thriller. The thriller? Whatever. Thriller? Like, what, that's, what, what is that? Is that's thriller or thriller? Thriller. What's thriller? thriller. Uh, so uh, it's basically like, that's how the baby puts out his new songs, kind of like previews. Mm-hmm. Like he'll he'll have the song in the background mm-hmm. and then he'll just like rap to it or like do it at like TikTok. Uh, kind of. Why is it called yeah. Thriller? I have no idea. Because Thriller was taken. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> I trill? No trill? Maybe trill. that's his trill? Thriller? It's Thriller. I mean, I, 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 I can guess. see the correlation. <laughs> if they call it a trailer, because it seems like a trailer every single time he does it, like mm. trailer. So that <laughs> trailer. <laughs> Shut up. Trailer. Trailer. Tra- <laughs> oh my tra- god. Trailer. Trailer. Even even Yo. just even just rap in general, like at the beginning, it was, it was of this decade. It was Get all ready like for that shit to get fucking weird, bro. It was boom, mm-hmm. bap. It was badass. It was just rap. It was badass. Look, Kendrick Lamar, the whole TDE. Like it was not strictly rap, but it was like a lot, a lot, a lot of. It rap. was a lot more. You can it's it's a lot less generalized, and you can kind of put a subcategory on hip hop back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I look at niggas like Travis Scott. I'm like, what the fuck is he? He don't rap. Nigga, what is Young Thug? Like, I still don't that know. That nigga's different. <laughs> <laughs> what is Young Thug? That's, that's different. It's a good way to put it, yo. I think it's different. Never mind. We figured it out. You receive when you go on, when you go on iTunes, it'd be like hip-hop, R&B, like yo, different. it'd be hip-hop, R&B, <laughs> alternative, like, and it'll be the same album under all three, like, um, but the album's What the fuck is Post tomorrow. Malone, bro? Like, that nigga's yeah. rap, pop, yeah. alternative, country, everything in one, bro. Like, what the fuck? no idea, man. But uh, album's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Yeah, that's the one I'm hyped for. I'm I'm ready for that, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Speaking of Mac Miller, I was gonna say that for me, he kind of like Kicked he it off. Na- he navigated like a different subgenre for me because like like you said, Joey Badass and Pro Era, like that whole you know Flatbush Zombies and shit. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller was boom bap, but like he brought in like a different type of funky boom yeah. bap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's it? It's called backpack rap, I think. It's called backpack like something. Yeah, him He's and Wale. I don't know what the but, fuck the real backpack rap even means. Like that's just like just <laughs> backpack on nigga. What the fuck? Just like if you backpacker, like you just bars like strictly. On oh, okay. Yeah. And yo, Mac Miller is underrated on the lyricism, bro. He got mm-hmm. some lyricism. Listen to faces, bro. Mm-hmm. Some of the lyricism on that shit is wild. No, for real. He he could get busy. That's why it's everybody cool. fuck with him. I'm everybody. hyped. I'm hyped that he's dropping. Well. His family's dropping the album. I can't say it's him, but it's cool because I like I like the fact that he's dropping the album. But there's like a level of care going into it. Yeah, because a lot of times when an artist dies, Mm -hmm. people are getting milked. The label or the family just keeps dropping shit to get keep money afloat, build on the hype. You know all that stuff. With this album, they announced it. And Max family, yeah, yeah. they dropped like like a letter saying that family, oh yeah. he was already working on a part two because the concept was swimming in circles. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called circles. And he had one of the, the producers, a longtime friend, finish it up. A lot of the songs already had the lyrics done, and there he was already in the process of making them. So I guess the producer friend who he knew very well and collaborated with mm-hmm. was gonna finish it up, do the mixing and the mastering okay, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I like when it's done tastefully like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, when it's taken care of. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why Gold Link out of nowhere just came at Mac Miller. Like, he was... Wait, recently? Yeah, it was like uh, a couple weeks ago. Like just, right, just why randomly, kick, I, like, he kick was somebody just like, when they're dead, bro? Oh, the he took my album and blah, blah, blah. When I played for him, then he made his own. It was the same thing. And I was like, fam, he's dead. Like, yeah. leave him alone. What is he, what are you going to gain out of this? You're not Yo, bro, you're already big. Like, I saw... Yeah. What, the, what was the last album? Dasporia or whatever? Dasporia, yeah. Dasporia. Yeah, that shit was literally... Dasporia. In diaspora, yeah, right. That shit was literally in Times Square. 
Because you know how sometimes mm-hmm. when you release a new album, yeah. Spotify is like, blah, re- streaming mm-hmm. now. His shit was in Times Square. You got nothing to complain about, my nigga. Exactly. The guy is literally gone, He's and you have hit. hits already, and you people know your name. How you going to tag somebody that can't defend themselves? That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know what the thing about Mac would be is that even if he got attacked, I don't think he'd respond. He'd be like, nah. whatever, bro. Yeah, or he's behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, I don't obviously. But I don't know him. Do behind the scenes, I don't know the guy at all. Fair. But from everybody who knows him, they said he was a chill dude. He liked everybody. He tried to make friends with everybody. Him you know what I mean? and Nipsey are like the two rappers that I haven't heard anything bad about. Mm-hmm. Like it's only after death. Like and now, they're so different too. Yeah, like now Wack One Hundred is coming out talking shit about Nipsey. Like you, you had all this time while he was alive to talk. Cloud like, chasing that is that makes yeah. Cloud chasing is a sickness, bro. But yeah, rest in peace to Nipsey. Like Ty got that shit. Like that's a dope ass poster, man. Um, Colors on that are crazy. It is. I think I like the fact that the I mean obviously the beard's black but contrasted mm. with the white jacket and then you got the skin obviously Facts. in different colors. That's fire. Facts. But even even just him like. Like the, those were the two. This and they were relatively like close, like and it was just like it was a weird, weird feeling, cause there was no other rapper that, like for us, I feel like at least at least me, I could I could say like I haven't felt like that with any other rapper, you know, passing away in the past. But but this these two like really really hit home and yeah. felt big. I mean, I've said it. We I think we've touched upon their deaths a lot. And it yeah. always comes up in conversation, but that yeah. just shows you how much they've impacted. For me, Mac Miller especially. Mm-hmm. Speaking of now that we're speaking on the album coming out, and I'm I'm literally going to be there midnight tonight to listen yeah, to yeah. that shit. Mac Miller was a different case because he was the dude where I listened to like kids. Like I wasn't there day one, day yeah. one, mm-hmm. but I remember listening to Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza, listening to Nike's on my feet, Senior Skip Day, all those songs. You know what I mean? So that's somebody who. Now, it kind of artists like that when you latch onto them are different because they also grow with you. Yeah. Because like I mentioned earlier, twenty the two thousands and the twenty tens were the most turbulent decade of our lives because that's when we change, mm-hmm. we find shit that sticks, people stick, that's all like of the, the above. That's like the nah. first real decade. Like Mac Miller was like Mike, dude. Like his Bro. yo, kids was the fucking wallpaper of my computer. Mm-hmm. Like Mac Miller was definitely kicking incredibly dope shit. And he Definitely still does till this guy. day. Facts, man. That's why I can't wait. Rest in peace to all those that that passed away yeah, man. in 2010. Prince, Burt like, Reynolds passed on, away man. recently. Oh, fake really? recently. Yeah, I was watching yeah. Boogie Nights the other day, and he's in that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was thinking about him. I was like, oh, he's not even here anymore. Damn. And you don't even think about that shit normally, but when you watch a nigga kill it on screen, you're like, wait, he's not even here. Right? Yeah, or listen to an album. It's just like, oh damn. Yeah, I feel like sometimes listening to an album from a dead person's eerie as fuck. Yo, right? that I okay. I tried to listen to the XXX Tentacion album. I couldn't. That's why I said it because you mentioned that the other time, some I, other time. I couldn't. It's like weird like, as fuck. Yeah, it, but it was like it was also the sound of the album. Like it sounded eerie, so that didn't help either. Oh, I like, like doubled onto yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but nah. But Mac, I'm a, I'm of course listening to support all that like. Um, I think Stunner for Vegas too. The Baby's Artist is coming out with it, with an album tomorrow. Um, it's gonna be good. So I think it's gonna be great. I mean, I know, I know. Uh, if you if you asked me this in 2010, like how you think this decade would go, I would have no clue what to say at Yo, all. Yo, bro, in 2010, I would have never thought I'm doing a podcast. In 2010, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck college I would have went to. I wasn't even thinking about it. In 2010, even I want, I didn't even know I did. So, like far. That just shows yeah. you the difference in like mm-hmm. growth. Because now I'm, I kind of think 2030. <clears throat> In 2010 mm-hmm. and think 2020. 
Well, I know why, because like you said, dude, like you what, going to eighth grade, going to high school, who the fuck's thinking about that type of shit? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I'm going to high school. You're like, I'm about to get my, you know, <laughs> ex- smart, my, my sex on and all it's that. It's about the present or like the, the immediate future <laughs> when I'm yeah. thinking long term. So now you're thinking the parents. It's like now we're like, like post-college yeah. and shit. You know still got those high school thoughts, you know. I always try, still try to have fun, you know. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. you gotta have know, fun. You, you gotta have the, there's a duality to it, you know. We mm-hmm. always talk about on the podcast of oh, we try to get our shit together, we're trying to make some moves, make the blueprint, make plans, be adults, but you also gotta fucking have fun, bro. Go yeah, out, yeah. get fucked up, go out, be, black out, you know. Do you, do you think, bro? <laughs> Yo, bro, we gotta be, we gotta be magnanimous, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh my bro. god, you know how many god. times I've heard that fucking word Bad. since you brought that shit up. <laughs> Yeah. Spoke At that least shit over it. ten times. Spoke oh my that God. shit into Jokes. existence, my brother. Jesus Christ. Magnanimous. I, <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> that shit was funny. I'm gonna tell Mark. I'm gonna tell um, uh, Keanu that we should come back. Like, do you know what magnanimous means? Like, tell you, yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. Like, yeah I knew when, you were gonna ask me that. It's like, when the stars <laughs> align with the sun. And she's gonna be like, yeah, my rock told me you were gonna ask me that question. <laughs> 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 Oh, we love Kiana. First of all, Kiana, I still got oh, I still got those shit. crystals you gave me. I so shout it. out to you. I found I, the love. next day. I asked my mom what time I was born. So I was like, I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> I'm still gonna get that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> See, I still don't know. Twenty three years later. No, you gotta get your chakra aligned first. By twenty four, you should know when you're born. What time? Well, my chakra is on some shit, bro. Your chakra is chilling. It's chilling. It could be better. Could be better. It could always be better. I will meditate this year, though. I will meditate. Will meditate. Will meditate. Meditation is definitely healthy, bro. Daily, daily, daily on the daily. I do a different kind of meditation. I should say like two in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. That's when I meditate. When I be thinking about shit, it's crazy. Is that two in the morning? Mm. Yeah, bro. I mean, now that like my sleep schedule is mad weird. I like I nap a lot. Like yesterday, I napped from like ten to twelve, and usually at ten o'clock I'm asleep, but I napped. I woke up at twelve, and I was just like. Okay, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. So I watched some TV. I watched some TV show. I watched, and then I got two. I was like, all right. I'm like, TV. You're like, everybody else Let's sleep. see what's going on on yeah. TV now. Yeah, nigga, I got fucking, you know, you know what I mean? I feel I'm on some bro. shit where, personally for me, I'm on like a total media consumption. Where like, since I'm trying I'm trying to write again, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to write full length scripts and shit. Like, I think I'm going to actually tackle a full two hour movie. Shoot. So I'm oh, trying damn. to, I'm trying to. pages? I, 120 pages so to speak because usually it's it's oh, yeah. it's um one page is one minute yeah yes but uh, but that's not that's not My necessarily bad. always true imagine you get two 200 pages start writing a novel right there nigga that's irishman fuck <laughs> that shit is 700 pages nah, irishman's that's why they said yes so quick they were like this, i'm not reading this <laughs> yeah shit has to be 200 maybe so yeah, I bought. I bought. I got. Um, they have a lot of resources online for scripts. So I download. I downloaded. No, but to download like That's what professional scripts, so you can like read a script, oh, okay. not like make one. Gotcha. And I was reading the the Quiet Place script, and that script is wild because no one speaks in that movie. Oh shit! I was. I always like said to <laughs> myself <laughs> like. Blank piece of paper. <laughs> no, it's not a blank piece of paper, Yo. but it's like. It's like it's, I have this great movie for you. It's like a so quiet. It's like a quiet place. It's and just, it's just <laughs> everybody paper. shut up. Everybody shut up. Boof. It's title. Everybody just stop talking. Written by date. <laughs> Turn the page. Nothing. <laughs> just open the pages. Nothing. It's like, it's like yeah, I think we're gonna go forward with this idea. I like it. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, no, but like the way you write movies like that is technically just straight fucking just dialogue. It's action. Yeah. 
Yeah, action. It's action. action. But it's like it's it's just describing the scene. Mm -hmm. That's like weird, dude. He runs into the bubble. There's this really good for those who like want to get into like writing. There's this YouTube channel called Screenplayed, and that one's really cool. Screenplayed Mm -hmm. because it'll give you the scene and then it'll give you a script side by side. So Mm -hmm. as someone's saying something, it'll scroll down on the script. You know, that's that's really cool. I told. so uh, I have like goals set for for twenty twenty and stuff, and one of them was to finish like the first season. Uh, yeah, first season, of of the script that I, I the one that we started with Cosby, because mm-hmm. I just I just had it and I was like, dude, it's cool. In it's and out, just writing like, a script is really really cool. It gives you a newfound appreciation, and it's such an yeah. abstract way to write. Because yeah. when you're in school, you usually just do essays or mm-hmm. you do research papers, yeah. and it's so matter matter of fact. You just regurgitate yeah. information. Whereas we don't really emphasize creative writing unless you're in mm-hmm. like a liberal arts school, you know. But for the most like, part, it's still it's, no creative writing. I mean, some schools, no, yeah, yeah, some schools, you know. Yeah. But um, when it comes to you, most most of what you do, whether it's history, mm-hmm. science, it's just learn about something put your point of view, mm-hmm. put a quote in there, and so on and so forth. Exactly. So when you took Cosby's class, like, what was the end goal? Like, what was, like, your main project that she was grading you on? I took a few classes. I'm so assuming you're talking about the screenwriting. Screen, the, screen, the screenwriting. Um, so basically, she, at the beginning, she she basically, I guess, describes, like, the, the parts of a story and stuff like that and, and kind of, like, breaks it down yeah, for you. Yeah, she'll give you story yeah. structure. Well, for me, she gave me story structure. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing I realized in that class is that every film class that I've been to always uses the Dark Knight as a as a way to set things up or to establish certain points. Mm-hmm. So when she was talking about beginning, she was talking about um, introductions and how to subvert expectations or like how to keep the audience guessing. She used the beginning of the Dark Knight because obviously the beginning is the bank robbery scene yeah. and you don't see Joker until the very end. And you're like, the entire time, you're like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck? Where's Batman? Because it's also the sequel in the trilogy of the three, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck? Where is he? Where's Batman? All that. So that's that's one of the ways they use. They use that, and they use Goodfellas a lot. So she had you guys write, like, your own shit, I'm assuming? or Yeah, so yeah. it was, like, class by class. She would be like, all right, so start with, just start with, like, the idea, and then present it. Then start with, like, a uh, synopsis of what is it, what it is, uh, it's about, mm-hmm. and then get yeah, into, Yeah, like, she would make intro. you, like, build yeah. on it. So you would start off with one idea, then you'd flesh it out throughout the entire course. And then at mm-hmm. the end of the course, you'd actually film it. Oh, okay. So I did, like, I did How some, like... How many pages you did? Me? Oh, I didn't, like, ten. It was, like, oh. a five-minute video. Oh, okay, okay. I just did, um, I did, like, some shitty hangover ripoff. Oh, you filmed where okay, it was. Good. I filmed that shit too. Okay. I have it on my computer. It's like so ridiculous. Yo. But my idea was, it was the hangover in college, pretty much. But it was on Halloween, mm-hmm. so they lost their friend and they wake up in the middle of like a parking lot in state campus, and everyone's in Halloween costumes. So they're looking for their friend, and then it turns cool. out that he's into a bunch of shit. There's something going on with the dean. It's a bunch of bullshit. But yeah. He said that's trash. I it was. That I was. mean, no, it was pretty. They were, I, filming <laughs> it was a lot. Filming it was a lot it was of fun. Easy. And like my friends, they're not actors, obviously. They're not classically mm. trained, but they they like to goof around. Mm. Like especially you know how when you, when you are with your friends, your close friends, yeah. Yeah. you just fuck around. You're like yourself. You're comfortable as it as it comes. Yeah. Like I said, I made that a ten. I think that's lit though, because I feel like my screenwriting class I took at Queens College, if he would have like made us write like at least maybe fifteen to twenty pages and then like at least like film some of it, mm-hmm. it would have been like an overall package class. Mm-hmm. But he just really focused on just screenwriting, so I had to write like thirty pages by the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. I took two on, like, screen my own story. I took two screenwriting to, like, classes. Pitch. I took 
I took one with um, Cosby and I took one with Defino and Defino's was like that. Mm. But he would make you actually... Damn, I wish I took that too. Defino, his is different than Cosby. Cosby's more lenient. It's a better introduction but Defino is more advanced I find. Because by the end of the Defino thing I did a a 50 page script. 50 pages? Like you were... I wrote an entire pilot for a show and I still have it. So you were obligated to do that? No, it was was the final. Like you had to hand in a 50 page script. Oh shit! And then I had Yo. to pitch it before the final, and then take the feedback, and then Ooh, do I it wish like I did that. that, bro. That was 50 Yo, bro, pages? that's the one day I, I did an all nighter that night. Like I, I went to sleep at six thirty in the morning. Woke up at nine. Pages, dude. Damn. Yeah, dude. I, I wrote forty two instead of thirty, and that shit felt like I fucking wrote forever, dude. No, because yeah, but- you're by yourself. So then that's why that's why I'm like, fuck, I gotta get back to it. But that, that's the trouble. Like you, you just. I mean, Tyler Perry does it like it's fuck. so. It's so. I mean, yo, he's also been doing it for longer than we've been alive. No, he so just like, don't like other writers. So yeah, <laughs> but you can. Yeah, but the thing about that's, that's kind of the issue with Tyler Perry. Exactly. Writing, that's what everybody all the was same criticized. Shit. Everybody was like, "Fam, it's been it's the same shit since Big Mama's House like, too, bro." Like they were like, "This is why it's the same goddamn movie." The Boondocks did. They did a, a spoof of it, kind of. They were mm. like, shit, "Girl crying at a, at a at a man. Another man comes in. He makes it feel better. Sweeps off, sweeps off their yeah. feet. There's a conflict at the end. Exactly. There's some emotion." Shit going on yeah. in the climax, she go with one of the guys. Exactly, and something like that, bro. Yeah, yeah but now nah, writing a script is different. I I find enjoyment on it because I like writing dialogue a lot. Because mm-hmm. whenever I write dialogue, I think about conversations that me and my friend have. Because yeah, growing same. up with movies, I like Tarantino makes amazing dialogue. I watched. I said it before, but I watched Boogie Nights, and that has the all star cast like Don Cheadle, John C. Riley, Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore, Wal- Mark Wahlberg. And that movie's the dialogue. The dialogue is crazy. So I like, because of them, I kind of take dialogue very seriously. And I think Mm -hmm. about really, really deep conversations my friends have and also ridiculous conversations my friends have. Mm -hmm. And I try to get both spectrums of it because I don't ever want that shit to feel forced. You know what I mean? I'm like Dom, bro. Like when I was writing my script, I found it easier to write dialogue opposed to action. Mm -hmm. Because when you're writing action, you kind of have to be a little little more... um, I'm not gonna say like <clears throat> you have to be more detail oriented. Yeah. Not only that, but like I've I've noticed when you're when you when I, cause I had to read like sample scripts and shit when they write their action their action pieces on that page, it's almost like it sounds very um like very um like poetic ish. Like they use a lot of words and like the way they structure the sentences yeah. is like it's it's very like it's very like um like it's, you can tell it's very like deep like it's like a deep thought. I would say the action yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, 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 action. Yeah, action has to be super precise because mm-hmm. that's literally action is like the instructions. Exactly. So when you read an action, when you read an action, it's like this does this, but it, it can be so minute and precise where it's like Matt walks into the room, cameras pointing above Matt, looking at his forehead, shit like that. It can get as precise as you want it to be, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know. And then, a, and then a great actor will turn that and then make it his own. Oh, and dude, the, the craziest part about a script is that you can write the two hundred, you can write mm-hmm. the hundred pages, bro, and then you won't even use it. Yeah. So most of most work. of most of hey, Hollywood, the movies, <laughs> like man, fuck you, like goddamn it, I wrote <laughs> all these damn pages. Yeah, like I fucking did sleepless nights, but you got Leonardo DiCaprio in front of you, ad libbing it, and it comes out fire. You're just like, that's yeah. just how it is. If it's like that, then yeah. But if they completely like, all right, we're gonna get rid of this. Well, this, no, this, no, it now. doesn't. Left with five pages. The, well, like, when I say going off the rails and ad libbing, it's not necessarily like. Oh, the, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's um. I think you meant like before you even get there. No, no, no. Yeah. I, how do I how do I elaborate on it? The same sh- story beats. And the structure of it, it's the same, but they don't go word for word. So yeah, the yeah, message and the meaning of the scene is still there. It's so they'll yeah. say something, not one-to-one how you wrote it, but it's the exact same message. 
so like if you wrote yo i'm really hungry i'm about to go make some food they'll be like i'm about to go make food blah 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 it's still the same meaning the yeah. dialogue's still the same but it's not necessarily one-to-one how you wrote it so me very ask, few movies so are let like me ask that. a question bro so obviously writing and directing is obviously two totally different things but would you rather would you rather watch a film that's 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 written and directed by the same person, or would you rather just have somebody who just wrote the story and give it to like a well-renowned like, director? Yeah, separated. Damn, that's a hard question. Like for you personally, like what about you for know, you? I'm thinking about it. It's a hard question. It depends on who's doing it, honestly, because mm-hmm. it can vary so well. Like I think the Social Network's one of my favorites, but that's because Sorkin's a di- Sorkin's the writer, mm-hmm. and he's known for he has a very specific style of writing that's very engrossing. Then David Fincher has made so many good movies that you guys have. If I showed you his filmography list, you guys will know. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned Boogie Nights. Paul Thomas Anderson wrote and directed that, mm-hmm. so it's both. I feel like when you have a writer director combo behind the scenes it's more of a cohesive vision because you you not only wrote it but you're also in charge of showing it on camera you know what i mean but it can also vary you have really really good duos who can actually achieve the same thing i personally i want i'm i'm i want to be a writer director so i look out for that more Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I've read, I've read stories, dude, where somebody would like write a screenplay, and they will give it to like a to like an agency or whatever, like a studio, I should say, mm-hmm. and they would read it. Oh, shit is great, but we want to change this, this, and this. You hate to see yeah, it. That's, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's, that's, that's why I say like it's kind of like a like a con- not not a conflict of interest, but like sorta kind of because like no, you you wrote some yeah, you wrote theirs. you wrote something and yeah. then like you obviously wanted to be you know presented on screen a certain type of way yeah, but way like that's just not it. your avenue so it's yeah. like that's what i thought he meant at first yeah. where, he, where it's like you give it to to studio and then they basically like tear it apart because there's um there was movies that made us where they talk about like home alone and yeah, ghostbusters yeah, yeah. and stuff and i think it was ghostbusters but or one of them where they just took the script and they were like we like this but this and then they changed this and then and then by the end of it they was like you know what let's to get a different person a different writer but they kept the movie that the guy made I'm like that's Dude, you better making, pay me <laughs> making movies like that's a gamble making movies is as turbulent as it comes because there's yeah. so many moving parts and you guys have to macro manage at so many different levels mm-hmm. but I think the best directors are the ones who are selfish in vision the ones who mm-hmm. you'll give your script to a studio and they'll give you the criticism, but you find a way to keep the way you want it in your head when you first pitched it. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have a little bit of selfishness when it comes yeah. to making a movie, you know, because if you don't, you're going to get stepped on. You're going to get walked on over and then your movie's not going to come out the way you don't like mm-hmm. it. And yep. the last thing you want to do is spend two years making a movie you didn't like. Facts. And that's what Cosby talked about. Like she talked about just dealing with with people in the industry and how like your idea that's that's the one challenge i want to tackle head forward in Mm. 2020 because i don't have professional experience when it comes to making movies it's Mm. just me and some of my buddies and we don't have real connects we keep saying that's how Issa rae started youtube yeah Yeah, i know and and uh i forget his name but like it's supreme something where he just like makes the skits online on on instagram supreme patty or no somebody else supreme i forget the i'm gonna look up the exact name right now the only person i could think of that has supreme and his like user is supreme Supreme patty Patty, yeah that's why first one that came to mind supreme dreams underscore one Mm. never mind never heard of him (laughs) Uh, you might have seen you might have seen one of his skits but like he's he's been doing skits and everything on on instagram just like that that's the thing now it's like i was talking to somebody recently it's just that film school isn't really really even necessary anymore 
Like I think, yeah, you, yeah. I think you should take film. I think you should take film classes to have like to develop the critical yes. thinking aspect mm, of it. Because yes. it's easy to watch a movie at face value and be like, "Oh, they're talking. Oh, he said fuck. Oh, somebody's <laughs> punching each other. Oh, they made out. That's it." But when there's a lot of like critical thinking, there's a lot of undertones and a lot of subtlety when it comes to dialogue and action, you know. Yeah. So it's cool to go into a film class and have a professor be like, pause it and be like, "Hey." There's a reason why the camera's like this. Yeah. There's a reason why they're zooming in on this one specific thing. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he's not saying anything. You know, because yeah, you don't think about that while you're writing the script. You're just like, mm-hmm. oh, just just write the script, blah, blah blah. And then when and then we have to do the action parts of the scene. Then I was like, oh, I have to write that too because not, it's not just like innate that that somebody's nobody else is gonna get your vision of what mm-hmm. you're writing down. And so I feel like you what you're that. saying doesn't even it's not even about script writing. It's about anything. You know, it kind of is bigger than movies and bigger than script writing. True. When you have a vision and when it comes to producing some media, there's a level you have to have a level of selfishness. I said it, but it's like because if you don't, you're gonna get the people who fund you, the big wigs who are interested in only the profit aspect of yeah. it, who ruin the creative part of it. You know what yeah. I mean? And a lot of times, the audience can tell when you're being when they're being played subconsciously. Yeah. You know, a lot a lot of people they might not be the most forefront critical thinking cinema goers. Mm-hmm. But the audience will pick up on little things that they don't fuck with. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I always say when you make a movie and when you're a starter on making movies, you emphasize the sound over the video. We can fuck mm. with something that looks 480p yeah, struggle quality. But if it <laughs> sounds like shit, we're not watching it. That's a fact. <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like a first podcast. You know, mm, no. <laughs> please don't please don't use Amazon basics for your fucking movie. <laughs> do not get like a little bit better mics, man. Yeah, but, that's fucking hilarious. So what are, what are y'all? Oh, I did see this one. The yeah. Amber Alert one. Dude, yeah, that's only that a specific one. But like they had like a drone. It was like looking over the car and everything. Like so they, they've yeah. just been making skits. And, and the other one, I think he had um, when the you're showing gives, me. I saw this exact yeah. one. Are they following the car and everything? Mm-hmm. They say, "Yo, you're like when the bouncer gives you every excuse in the world not to let you in the club." Uh-huh. He's like, "Oh, you, uh, you know, shoes, blah blah blah." He's like, "No, no earrings." He's like, "Oh, you, yeah, you yo, ain't got I no feel fade." Like bouncers, bouncers like, sometimes be hitting you first, with some weird shit, bro. Yo, it just be the worst. They be like, "You can't come in with ripped jeans," but all the girls in front of me got ripped jeans. Oh, they girls. Yeah, and I, I understand <laughs> the reasoning for it, but it's like, what the they fuck? Need to the change difference? the rules about paying for clubs. It should be like, if you with a girl, then you have to pay. <laughs> He stole the doll from the car. Sure. I, I don't know if you if you've seen him before. Yeah, it's a funny one. Oh yeah, the doll too. They yeah, took the doll out to the doll. Damn, never mind. I mean, I'm so not gonna lie to you, bro. Large. Speaking of the video we just saw, the Amber Alert. If I did see, you know how the Amber Alert will give you like person missing, look out for for license plate, blank, blank, blank. Mm. I would I would follow him. Nigga, Carol, bro. You remember Carol, the girl that? that yeah, that's the one from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> yo, she had everybody out in the Bronx looking for. Her. Yeah, bro. They like, found her too. Thank God. Well, it was fake. It was fake. Yeah, you didn't hear? No, I didn't. No, I, she I think it. she faked. She said that fuck? like uh, she was trying to run because her parents wanted to bring her back to Honduras and she didn't want to go. So then she she basically like told her man's like, <sighs> "Yo, kidnap me." And then yeah, so she didn't want nah, go to go. She about to go to Honduras twice as hard. Yo, she about to get <laughs> ass whooping on the way to Honduras. <laughs> fuck. Yo, are you kidding there, me? Bro. You don't be getting the fucking nation involved in that shit, bro. In no. <laughs> New York State, at least. Though. Yeah, fuck. like everybody woke up like, oh shit, yo, where's Carol finding? Yeah, I remember. Shit. I remember driving. Like, I was I picked up my girl, and then it was it said Amber Alert. And I was like, oh shit, and was it was like, in the, the Bronx. <laughs> I was just like, super super dumb. Mr. Fourth Court on the way. Like I wanted to touch back on like when you said about things being like too saturated nowadays especially with the YouTube space like and then like and add on what what Dom said about how it's just more so about personalities now you have to have Mm -hmm. a unique personality and you know we speak about how content has been like the number one like 
the number one goal for all these like Instagram people or social media mm-hmm. people in general and people having the need to want a videographer or photographer, yeah. right? And there's this kid on Instagram, his name is um Ron Suno, you know who that is? Mm-mm. Who he makes those videos and like he like gets up and like starts like play fighting and shit. Let me look it up. How do you spell his last name? It's the real Ron Suno on Instagram. Is it T S U N O? It's um R O N and then Suno. Ron. Let me see what I found. Well, anyways, Rory. he has like he has like seven hundred and something thousand followers, Damn. and then he just got his blue check. And I'm just like, mind you, a couple months ago, bro, he was like below a hundred k, bro. But like, I noticed that he was posting consistently. Yeah, this guy. And it's like it's crazy because at the end of the day, dude, like it's all about consistency and having a unique personality. Yeah. And I feel like that's something I want to tackle on this year for like mm-hmm. my own my own platform, my own shit. Because, mm-hmm. bro, like. It's it's there for the taking. It's it just really a matter is. of like, yo, bro. I really, I really be thinking about that shit, and I be thinking about that shit that you heard as a kid, where it's like you can do anything you want if you set your mind to. But like, as you get older, you kind of like, take. <laughs> nah, as you get older, you nah, take I mean, you take a step back, and you're really yeah. like, yo, but why can't I actually do it? Yeah. Like niggas are getting big off of YouTube, making music. Like people and people did it in their basement, in yeah. their closet. Like there's really no reason why you can't do what you're doing. No, like man. you gotta literally visualize that shit and put, take steps every day. It's more possible now than it ever was before. Exactly. Like, yeah, bro. Like, of course, our parents couldn't even envision what we have now. Like, in a phone that you could like, they just probably had a house phone. Or I, I saw uh, there's a movie, uh, uh, sorry, uh, a series called The Spy with Sasha Baron Cohen. It's actually Dude, a really good. No, that I was... watched. I watched Borat after talking to Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> that different, bro. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Keegan, you know. <laughs> shout out to Keegan, Word. man. Shout but to Keegan. that was actually I, I like that he did that because now he, it's a more serious role. He's talking about uh, Israel and and, yeah. and Palestine. And, He's and such all a that. smart dude. He is, mm-hmm. and so but they had a, they had one phone for like the whole like complex like the apartment complex like this was back in like the 50s 60s and i'm just thinking about that and then now like everybody has one to themselves like people don't even have house phones anymore like it's it's crazy <laughs> people don't have house phones anymore it's crazy it's fucking wild i just got a new internet today and they were like you want house phone i was like nah but that like, still exists as a fucking option <laughs> yo, they, they really push that shit on you like yo bro only five bucks you yeah. get a fucking number it's lit bro I'm like, like nah, see my good. grandpa last year like he's 95 like imagine born in 1929 and seeing everything like computer oh no fucking radio tv computer internet like phones smartphones and all that like what What was i talking about i remember i was at my friend's house at christmas because i'm really close i've known him since i Mm -hmm. I was a youngin right we both grew up together and he was talking his aunt's husband was talking about star trek and they were like, yeah, bro, Star Trek was above. They had touchscreen phones. They had fucking video calls. And then my buddy Rob makes a connection. He goes, oh, shit. All the nerds who watched that shit in the 60s were like, let's make it. And that, that's how it is now. Yeah. That shit is crazy. That shit literally blew my smacked ass mind. Yeah. yeah. That shit was crazy. That's what, And next is going to be uh, Andrew Thompson. Mm, Andrew my Thompson. boy. 3D Fuck printer. Bro. Fucking, fucking Andrew Campbell, bro. That Andrew Campbell, my man. I literally, I literally, Andrew had, Campbell. Andrew Campbell. I, I have another friend named Andrew, and his name, his last name Thompson. Drew the Funk Soul, brother. You and literally said that, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not to like be like, what? I was like, okay. Nah, okay. You do, please correct me. <laughs> Andrew Campbell. We'll, we'll yeah. edit this. Andrew I got, Campbell. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, it's my boy. I Andrew. said that with He's conviction too. <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, say it with your chest. <laughs> We're a little yeah, rusty. Bro. A little rusty. Nothing. Nah, he's, he's going to be on some shit, bro. Nah, for real. He has, like, I, I known Just, him for a while, and there's a difference between people talking it and saying it. He has the mind of a visionary. Mm-hmm. And if you follow him on Instagram, he really posts what inspires him. Yeah. And that's how more people, like, I look at him, and he's just, his inspiration comes from everywhere, bro. He be tech, from, like, Elon Musk to old NASA to fucking anime to fucking techware. Everything inspires him. And people to like fashion, that. Yeah. Bro, yeah, techware. Everything, ev- people like that who just absorb and, like, reciprocate <laughs> at different levels, bro, I think they're going to be successful. Like, I think he's really onto some shit. Nah, um, man. I agree. Nah, we have some great ass guests, and we're gonna have more coming up this whole year, this whole decade. Like we just gonna have wait. great guests and, and everything. What are, what are some of y'all goals for twenty twenty? Shit. Well, <clears throat> I think that. Uh, wait, do y'all do? Do y'all do before uh, resolutions, New Year's resolutions? Nah, no. I didn't do one. See, nobody. To I feel honest. like nobody does that anymore. Because I feel like now it's just more so it's about like a, just just do it. It's like yeah. a stigma with them too. Yeah, exactly. like niggas who do that shit don't fucking finish. Just, Keep up with just it. do it It's like I feel like now It's more preserved Like mm-hmm. If you want a, re- a New year's resolution Just write it down mm-hmm. Everybody keep it, keep it to yourself Keep it to yeah. yourself And just do what you gotta do mm-hmm. Work in silence You know what I'm saying And do what you gotta do Facts. But for me man I, I just wanna focus on being more um, What's the word I just, I just wanna be a little bit more Like driven with like My ideas Cause Last year was just like A roller coaster for me And I had a lot of Great ass ideas But it was just like where the fuck am I gonna have the time to do this? Mm. But now I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be self-employed and I'm be doing you know my uh, my side hustle you know full time and just giving me more time to just really just focus on my ideas and just put that shit into fruition. That's it, Gary Vargas. That's right. Gary, <laughs> Gary Vargas. Vargas. That's right. And I'm looking forward to it, man, because now I'm gonna be doing what I want to do. You know, I finished school last semester. At Queen's mm-hmm. College, you know. There we go. I already have, the, I have it in shit, the process bro. now. I'm transferring over my credits to Iona. Still dealing with Unfortunately. <laughs> so well, you're now, at the, the end of the tunnel, so I to cla- speak. I clapped too soon. So, um. So now I'm just going to wait for that, for my degree to come in the mail, man. I'm just chilling, bro. And whenever I feel like I'm ready just to really just dive in into, you know, finding a job within my field. Mm-hmm. You know what else is coming for you for 2020, bro? Are you collective? Yes. Let's go. I'm telling you, man, a lot of a lot of projects is, is going to be coming this year, man, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. I don't know, last year just, like, really just slapped me in my face and just, like, yo, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, like, having a corporate job is security, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, like, you also want to do something that you're passionate fulfilling. about. And it's fulfilling, yeah. absolutely. And no, of course. I want to be I want to be my own boss. I want to know how that feels like because my end goal, of course, is to have my own business or have my own company or whatever the fuck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, no, look, nothing against like corporate America yeah, and like people having like that structure <laughs> and, and you know, working up the ranks to be in a fucking vice president or whatever. But yeah. like, you know, we live in a different era now and I feel like, you mm. know, it's all about entrepreneurship, man, and just doing what you yeah. got to do. I mean, for mm-hmm. some people, I feel like they value that security more than others. You know what I mean? Of for course. us three, I feel like us three, we kind of look for the creativity side mm-hmm. and the variety in the work. You know, there's a sheer love for the work. And it's like, I like it because we there's something every day is a new challenge, so to speak. Exactly. But sadly, there's people who don't like that. There's people who wake up every day and like to have the same thing going on. No, nah, I can't do that, man. I, I wanted to. Like, originally, I was like, oh, I like 
I like wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of high school, I was like, I could do this. And I was yeah, like, I went to ca- I went to Catholic school <laughs> for my all three all three school experiences. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I had to wear a suit, not a suit like a like a dress shirt yeah, yeah, and tie, dress shirt and I had to card yeah. the senior cardigan and stuff. Yep. But it, it kind that kind of like accustoms you, bro. Because sometimes yeah. when you go to work, you're gonna have to dress something. And it's so like much that. easier than trying to pick out an outfit like mm-hmm. every day. At least for me, mm-hmm. trying to pick out an outfit every single day. Like nah, that that actually helped a lot. But um, just just thinking about where we came from like i didn't have at iona prep we didn't have like anything media related really like we had like a newspaper but i I didn't really want to join because going back to writing like i i wasn't good at writing and i was like and i and i thought that about myself but i was like no i just don't want to write that like i don't want to write these essays they make me write but like writing creatively and like doing articles and stuff like that like that i'd enjoy it so then i put my all into it so then i'm good at i'm better at it than than mm-hmm. if if i were to write like you know an essay that of course on something that i don't it, care about it's different when you write about shit you like yeah. there's it's different like when you write just about your stuff, fucking yeah. your your music reviews mm-hmm. and your artist spotlights there's like a love for it you yeah. know what i mean that's why i feel like when i read some of that shit it's andrew talking about shit he likes and Absolutely. it's in my voice because a lot of it you're writing for the professor and because <clears throat> like sometimes you, it, even in math like you'll find out the answer in a certain way they'll be like no I'll do it the way i want it. like <laughs> nigga who cares like i found the answer that's the goal right but like so, listen I want to do this the way I want to do it. <laughs> exactly. I want to solve it exactly. the way it's easiest if for me. If I still me. get exactly. the fucking answer, bro, Facts. let me live. Like, exactly. Wh- but why you tight? Because I'm smarter than you, low-key. Wait, <laughs> 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 Drew, for you, what are your goals for 2020? Yeah, bro. Um, Again, just being being more consistent with, with things. Um. And start and starting starting projects basically that that a while ago like I started interviews with Drew like 2017 like but I did one episode and I never did it again mm-hmm. and then I was just like nah let me bring it back because every every like we talk about content content is everywhere mm-hmm. um, shout out to my boy Terry who who helped me with that and I just wanted you know just to speak with different people and and because I always loved when my mom told me stories as a kid mm-hmm. I just love like listening and, and that's why I love documentaries and, and biographies like that that's my favorite type of book because I like to hear people's stories and perspectives so I was like let me just bring that back um, and then me and Benji were working on an African podcast African themed podcast um Lord. Because we're like Afrobeats becoming huge and all this is becoming big, but there's still a lot of stigma around Africa and, and just just wrong information. Like we're looking uh, at like the dollar a day commercials, and it's like it's not all like that. Like there's so much more than that. Yeah, those those are weird because it's for a good cause, but it paints it in a bad light. I, I was like, nigga, y'all could feed those with the money you paying fucking commercials. Like why? That's facts. <laughs> like, I never thought about facts. it like that. Um, and then and then me and Rob gonna do the the wrestling wrestling uh, podcast as well. So all those are those are all gonna be like one a month, like once a month, because that's a lot of work every week doing yeah. and doing this. <laughs> but that's gonna that's gonna be once a month. Um, so just just really like I I feel like I found what I like and just now attacking it more than than I did before because like we're kids like we're still we're still like now we're young adults but like we were kids back then so like we're just figuring out what we liked still in life exactly yeah, just, i feel like most of us were still kids just with a diploma so we're still true, just yeah. trying to look we're trying just trying to navigate yo <clears throat> mm-hmm. exactly so, so. just just kind of just kind of go further into that yeah 
What about you, Max? For me, direct a whole movie. Yeah, I mean, I like to get my, I like to get some directing working straight up. Mm. Maybe not as the feature director to have it all be on me, but at least be in the space with other other directors and see how shit works. Mm. And I have one of my friends who knows somebody who does production work. He's gonna try to put in a word for me to see if I can work within New York City on some of the shoots, which would be a big move. But aside from that, I mean, first and foremost is to get a job and get some sort of stability. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like once you have a job, there's that schedule and that schedule bring stability which brings Damn. progress mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's that there's read more books i just started reading trevor noah's autobiography oh that was a great book yeah my that girl got it for me book. for christmas yeah. yeah i got her a book yeah. in return too so i went on some like connected shit mm. so i'm Aww. reading it's cute yeah, yeah it's cute. <laughs> um oh, but yeah, yeah that podcast is gonna be funny so reading i'm trying to read a lot more because mm-hmm. uh, i feel like reading is also a gateway to information and communication the more mm-hmm. you read the more your vocabulary goes up and your comprehension goes up so i'm trying to do one book a month at the very least there you go so i'm trying to get a job work on production write a lot more i need to start flexing that pen and i want to start doing um editing challenges to myself i'm gonna start editing stuff that i don't normally edit because mm-hmm. i edit the podcast so i'm the one who people I'm the one for the Yahoo Listen who puts the intro and who puts the... I put the music on the intro and the outro. I get the drop from the person coming in and out. Mm. You know, and I, I also clean up some of the audio when we have a stutter here or there and we misspeak. Or maybe yeah. sometimes there's things said on the podcast that we don't want to be shown, like with some of the guests. Mm. So I clean it up for everybody. But it's uh, aside from audio editing, it's just getting my feet wet with video editing. Because I feel like as a director, you kind of have to know where of you're course. coming from with every aspect. Of course. And that's, it's, just a, it's just a tough job. So I kind of have to work my way into it. Mm-hmm. That's why I appreciate the merges. Because like, in one of the classes, like you did like almost every position. So you got to see. Yeah, like, I, you know who I appreciate a lot too? Cosby for that producer's craft class. Shot Do you take there. that class? That's the one class I would recommend everybody at i own i think broadcast newsroom even if you don't want to do oh i love that news so you do that class that just class. to know the hustle and bustle no for real that's i love those classes where don't play yo donlin that's the real world shit you yeah. donlin is as cutthroat as it comes and hate it or love it he knows his shit exactly yep. he's in there like he's in the field that he's talking about so it's like not he like, literally does what you're doing in class for work in the yeah. morning yeah. So Donlin's class just to get a feel for it, and then producers craft with Cosby because that class kind of puts you in the aspect of a content creator. And if you like sports, just just stick by Demerges. If you love sports, that's your yeah. shit. Just be with Demerges. Uh, another yeah. goal: finding Jordan. Where the fuck is Jordan? Harper? Yo, you know what's crazy? I talk to Jordan. I talk to Jordan all the time. Oh, we found him. He's on my. He's in my <laughs> Discord call. <laughs> He's, we play video games Yo, sometimes. We play him, Halo together. Tell him we, he needs to come back. We need to do more Yo, skits, Yo, bro, you man. know what he's doing? He's voice acting. He told me about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? Yo, this he is fucking a, wild. Yeah, you ever watch, yeah. Yo, yo, you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. The voice of the, of the tall Yu-Gi-Oh with the deep-ass voice yeah. is his tutor. He's being tutored by fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, man. Like, what? How lit is that? Shout that out is to Jordan it. Harper, man. Fuck. Yeah, bro. Jordan's bro. one of those dudes who moves in super silence. Yeah, you, yeah I move, you say I move in silence. This nigga... That nigga moves nigga in shadows, ghost. bro. That shit is crazy. This nigga... <laughs> Yeah, that's a flex. Nah, we need to get him back and do more skits, bro. Do more, especially in the summer. He's like though. He's a wild mind. He's like fucking Eric Andre, like, but not like big yet. Not turned up to eleven. He's turned up to nine, not eleven though. Yeah, yeah. Eric Andre's a fucking nut, dude. Exactly. Hell yeah. Like to thank our fans, past, present, and future. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
We'd like to thank you guys for rocking with the damn podcast. You know, this is the first episode of the decade. Many more to come, and we're going to hope we're going to keep giving y'all what y'all want. We're going to keep giving the people what they need. Mm-hmm. Drew, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at and Twitter at L-I-F-E-O-F-D-R-E-W. Two underscores after that. That's Life of Drew. To my right. You can find me on IG at I am the coziest because your boy is the world's coziest. And where can they find you at, Dom? Mr. Fourth Quarter, you can find him on IG mm. and Twitter. You mm. can find me on IG under Dom FZ, D O M period FZ, Twitter under Dom Bruce, D O M B R U I Z E. And where can they find the podcast? The podcast Shit. is everywhere, bro. Wherever, wherever they got a podcast is where they got us. So we talking Ooh. about we talking about what SoundCloud we talking about Spotify and we talking about iTunes. Oh, can't forget the iTunes though. Can't under. forget the iTunes. But nonetheless, you can find us on uh, SoundCloud under DJ Cozy, and you can find every single season from season one through three. If you want to, you know, refresh yourself you for, from the struggle. You know seasons. what I'm saying? <laughs> you can find us on there and as well as Spotify and iTunes. Yes, yes, yes. Look up DJ Cozy on iTunes to mm-hmm. find us, especially. Look, yes, thank sir. you guys yep. for rocking with us. This is the Dan Podcast signing out from Harlem World. Peace. Go. I be going federal fed. Might pop me a mid, then burn up a head. He know he not about that life. It's fuck that little nigga, and I meant what I said. I put that dick in a life. Tell her some lies, then fuck up a head. I want that activist. They say they out of that purple. I'm sipping on red. Couple of I ride around with choppers in the coupe. I'm on a jigger, need an orange juice. Roll I pick her up and beat the walls loose. Uh. She eat the dick and clean it when she through. Free. I ride around with choppers in the coupe. I'm on a jigger, need an orange juice. Dry. I pick her up and beat the walls loose. Smash. She eat the dick and clean it when she through. I put it on. No stylist can dress me. Got some healers and they take my direction.